0: If that was you, dad, I miss you, dad. I genuinely do. I really do miss you. I miss you. And um, I missed you the day that you left when I was 13 years of age. And, um, you know, I wish we made it right. I'm sorry we never made it right. At 33 years of age, as a man, I'm truly sorry we never made it right. Welcome to the Valente Brotherhood Podcast, hosted by me, Joseph Valente, where we make men become great again. Hey, what's up? Good evening. It's Joseph Valente here, and I hope you've smashed 2023 so far. Now, I'm on a 23-day kill streak. But, 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 I'm on a kill streak, and um, I've not taken a day off in 2023. And Jesus Christ, the progress, the progress that I've made this month has been absolutely insane. Now, it's um true what Elon Musk says: six months of hardcore focus and hustle, no distractions, can put you five years ahead in life. And you know, actually, I noticed this back in lockdown. You know, no distractions, um, no um, parties, no places to go out, just um work, 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 and I built a multi-million pound business in lockdown from scratch in a pandemic with nothing. And this kind of brings me on to the topic of this podcast and I want to talk to you about the time that I hit rock bottom. I want to talk to you about the time that I hit rock bottom. And if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm sorry that I'm in my um, track seat, I've just come back from the gym. Now, I wanted to keep the Blente Brotherhood podcast a little bit more um, relaxed. I want you to see a different side of JV. I want you to see the guy side of JV, not just the serious suit business guy um, JV. And, um, you know, there's more There's more to my personality than just business, but I love business, man. I love business, man, because I'm a business, man, man. Um, And um, this brings me on to uh, the story that I want to tell today. And I want to share this story with you because I want to inspire. I want to motivate. I want to help you if you're in need right now because I am your brother. This is the brotherhood. I am your brother and I am here to look after you, to have your back, to watch your back, to make sure that you aren't alone, that you're supported, that you're protected, And uh, um, JV's always got your back, man. I want you to remember that JV's always got your back. Now, at the age of 30, I I lost pretty much everything I'd built in my 20s. I hit rock bottom. I hit rock bottom. And I know many of you listening to this, you might even be at rock bottom now. You might be at rock bottom or you might have been to rock bottom. And um, hopefully you've got back up again. And rock bottom is a place that I believe all of us should go from time to time. I don't think that rock bottom is actually a negative. The rock bottom's only a negative if you stay there, if you let it capture you, consume you, destroy you. But if you use it as a checkup on you, To ask yourself, am I doing what I should be doing with my life right now? Did I end up here through every fault of my own? Am I destroying my legacy, my empire? Am I destroying me? Am I destroying myself? And what I want you to identify is the lessons that come from rock bottom. Now, you will have hopefully seen me um, over the years and the things that I've done and the things that I've achieved. Or if you've come in across my podcast for the first time, then you will um, uh, soon come to learn that, you know, throughout my 20s, I built uh, an eight figure business. I won the BBC Apprentice out of 60,000 candidates in 2015. I had a billionaire business partner by the time I was 25. I built a national company, one of the largest independent construction companies in the UK, um, in probably the fastest time ever done it on record. Uh, I've written a best selling book. It's well from the Classroom to Billionaire Boardroom. I've launched three top 10 podcasts um, over the last few years um, in business in the world on Apple. Um, I've been in Forbes, 30 under 30. They're prestigious alumni out of 18,000 people in Europe. Um, And um, the list goes on. And I'm not telling any of that stuff to brag. It's just so you get to know a little bit about who I am. I am a high performer. I am an achiever. And, um, And there was a point in my 20s where everything I touched turned to gold. Everything I touched turned to gold. And I never thought that that win streak was going to end. I genuinely didn't. How naive I was through my 20s. I believe that there's only one way up, baby, and it's up. What I didn't realize is there is only one way up, okay? But there is also another way, and that is down. And you'll have heard the saying that what goes up must end calm down. And it's so true. So what this means is that there is a uh, an upside to everything and a downside to everything. And it means when you're up, at some point, your luck's going to run out. And that's okay. Because you couldn't have success if you didn't have the right mix of failure. And, and likewise, you can't have failure without success. So if things are going real bad for you right now, don't worry. The universe is going to bless you soon. It's your time. Your time is coming because it can't go bad forever. And you will see success again. You will start to win again. Now, I say that um, knowing that you will start to win again if you're taking the right actions, you're making the right moves. If you're just self-destructing, then don't expect God or the universe to favor you. Even JV can't save you if you're just destroying yourself. So you've got to take actions that are positive to move yourself out of a negative situation. Absolutely. But okay, if you take those positive steps, you will see success again. You win, you will win again. Remember, the darkest day is the one before dawn. And I've used that to help me get through so many dark times in my life. But likewise, if you're winning right now, okay, if you're winning right now and everything's going good for you, I'm so pleased. But please, okay, do not be complacent. Don't take your eye off the ball. Just be calm. Just be calm, okay? And appreciate the success, but don't over-appreciate it. Don't start to buy your own hype. Don't start to believe your own hype. And that's exactly what I did in my 20s. I started to believe my own hype. Now, that's really important. Now, I'm just going to um, tell you that, about what happened to me at 30 years of age. So when I hit 30 years of age, I'd built an eight figure business. I was doing a million a month in sales and um, things started to go wrong in the business. I would built it into a national company. I'd never built a national company before. I was operating in every major city in the UK. I had hundreds of people working for me. It was a huge organization. And um, we started to really get hit with the sales. Uh, the market was changing. People weren't um, replacing their their systems, their boilers as fast as what they once were. I used to have a boiler installation business. And um, that really hurt our cash flow, meaning that I was forced to um, shut down and liquidate part of my business And I was also able to sell part of my business and, you know, all of the people that worked for me kept their jobs. That was fundamental to me that I made sure that all of my staff had somewhere um, to go. That was my number one priority looking after my teams. Number two was making sure the customers were protected in their contracts and their warranties. That was all taken care of. And, um, the business could continue to trade with all of the suppliers and stuff that it had traded with previously because that business did get shut down with some debt in that business. Now, um, it's not great when a business scales up and um, it doesn't succeed. It really isn't. But business is a risk. And when you grow fast, it's a risk. It's always a risk for all parties involved. And I think people really under under um, appreciate the risk that they are getting into. And if you're doing business with a fast-growing company, let this be a lesson to those businesses doing that, is make sure you're protecting yourself, okay? And if you are a business that's fast-growing, make sure that you are getting guidance, support, mentorship, and you've got cash flow. Remember, businesses that make a profit, businesses that make a loss can stay in business. Businesses that run out of cash, it's game over, so I was forced to sell um, part of my business. I was had no choice. I was running out of cash, okay, and I had to shut down part of my business. And effectively, at 30 years of age, I'd gone from the CEO, the Lion's independent boiler installation company in the UK, and being an apprentice winner, having all of this success in my 20s, to effectively losing it overnight. And it was a very, very bitter pill to swallow. It was very difficult. I was in the public eye. I knew my reputation was going to take an absolute pasting. Um, you know, I was worried about um, my skill as a businessman to get back up and recover. Uh, and I felt bad for everybody involved. That um, you know. Uh, suffered at the hands of that business going down you know businesses it's not nice when that happens and nobody sets out in business to um, you know purposely um, cause other businesses problems and so you know what well, some people do, but I don't. That's not me. You know, I am a I am a good, genuine guy that that's focused on success. I'm not a crook, and I've never robbed anybody. Um, you know, but things do go wrong in business, and that's just the way that it is. There's nothing you can do about it. You can only learn from it. You can only make right on those um, problems, and you can only do your best to make more success. But the one thing that you should never ever do is give up. You should never give up, and I didn't give up. But when I exited that business, okay, I spiraled into um, hell very, very quickly. You know, I found myself um, at the time, uh, me and my partner broke up straight after um, I'd lost that business. I moved out of one town and back to my home city. Um, you know, I, I um, just was ashamed and embarrassed about what had happened. And I remember some dark days for a few weeks really of, you know, not wanting to get my phone out and look at social media. The press were reporting on it and, you know, writing things that weren't strictly true. Um, your people were giving me um, grief every time I posted on social or whatever. So I was um, not in a very good place and I really, really struggled and for somebody that had such success and I had a really tough upbringing, right? So I almost felt sorry for myself that this was happening to me because I was a working class guy that had built an empire. Dad left at 13, hadn't seen him again, um, you know, and I'm 33 now. My father recently passed away and it really, really screwed me up when my dad left. Um, I spiraled out of control. ha <laughs> ha Wow. If anybody saw that on that podcast, I literally was just playing with the pen and the thing just broke off and it just um, hit my podcast board and played a soundtrack. I've got one of these podcast decks down here. And if you press one of these buttons, I don't want to screw it up, but yeah. So yeah, that was actually uh, a serious point I was making. that just got really um humorized. Maybe that was my um dad looking down at me saying, shut up, boy. Okay, I'm here still listening to you. Who knows? And um, he wanted to interrupt me. Anyway, um, if that was you, dad, I miss you, dad. I genuinely do. I really do miss you. I miss you. And um, I missed you the day that you left when I was 13 years of age. And, um, you know, I wish we made it right. I'm sorry we never made it right. At 33 years of age, as a man, I'm truly sorry we never made it right. I heard out my father passed away um, back in August or July. And I received a message at 8 o'clock in the morning from some random guy that I don't even know through Facebook um, telling me that something had happened to my dad. And, um, you know, I hadn't seen my dad for years and years and years. No contact. Um, And... um, I knew that he wasn't in good shape. My dad was an alcoholic and um, he struggled a lot. He had a lot of demons to battle. And I t- I kind of understand that now, you know, I kind of start to understood um, that it's not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy. You know, we all battling with something. We're all battling with something. and We just don't know how deep it goes. You know, you just don't know how deep it goes in people. You don't know how far it goes. And some people can get can battle it and some people can't. And you know, it consumed my dad. It consumed him. I'm sure he had a, he was a good man at heart. I'm sure he was. But he just couldn't overcome his addiction. He couldn't overcome his addiction to alcohol. He couldn't battle his de- he couldn't battle his demons and beat his demons. And um it consumed him and he lost everything. He lost his family, he lost his children, he lost everything. And um, he died at a very young age, sixty, you know, and he didn't, and he died on his own, and um, and I'm and I'm sorry for him. I'm sorry for him. I miss him, and I'm sorry for him, and I wish it didn't happen. But life goes on, and um, you know, I digress. But life goes on, and and you know, I l I've took a lot from my dad indirectly, knowing that I can't make the same mistakes from my son. I have a little boy. He's 16 months old, and you know I battled um, uh, with many of my own demons, and at times they've nearly destroyed me. Um, They really have, and um, I'm 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 strong, and I'm strong for my son. I'm strong for my mum. I'm strong for me because I don't want to repeat the same things that happened. And this is a message to you guys to say, don't let history repeat itself. Do not let history repeat itself. If anybody in your family has struggled and battled with addiction or alcohol and they've screwed up their lives and they've screwed you up, then don't screw your kids up. Do not screw your children up just because you got screwed up. You have to battle back. You have to fight back. You have to get up. You have to change your stars, change your destiny, change your circumstances. And you are strong enough to do that because you are my brother. You are a member of the brotherhood. We are the Valente Brotherhood Collective and together we will get through this. Okay, so do not quit. You can come through this. I promise you, you can come through the pain that you are battling right now. Don't give up. Find the good in your life. Find anything that's good and latch onto it. And if things are good, find more things to be good. You never know what's around the corner. So celebrate every moment, every minute that you are um, here on this planet. And, And, you know, just ring that person. If you're if you're watching this, it would mean so much to me. And again, if you could let me know in the direct messages or in these comments, if there's anybody in your family that you've um, unfortunately you know lost and never got to make amends with, or if there's somebody that you're not speaking to right now and you're worried that if they pass away, you won't have got to have said sorry or you won't have made up, do that call out, make that call now, send that message now. It's never too late, but it will be too late if they're gone. Okay. And I've experienced that. And not only did I have to suffer with my dad going at 13 and losing him just as I was becoming an adult, just as I was becoming a teen. Okay. I also had to suffer when um, I realized that I could never say sorry to him or he couldn't say sorry to me, or we couldn't make up and we couldn't have made it right. I thought that I was going to get a chance and I didn't get the chance. And um, that I will forever regret that. Okay. But Okay, I was going to talk about... I was talking about what happened to me at 30 and, you know, I lost everything. After having such success, I lost everything. In the public eye... I got I took a and I took a beat in my mental health took severe pasting I lost a lot of my confidence for a period of time and um, I questioned everything about me who I was what I was capable of if I was a one-trick pony if all of this stuff that I'd done was just luck and I didn't deserve it and you know all the, I questioned everything that I'd done wrong and I needed to um find some light okay to drag me from the darkness and you know I remember times where I cried you know I was just lost I didn't want to get out of bed and it didn't consume me for too long but it did consume me for a period of time and I came up. I, I, I was sitting in bed one day and I remember there was like looking there was all these articles going out on the press about I lost it all and i had gone bust and all this stuff and it was horrible And every time I opened my phone, I was getting destroyed on social media. It was horrible. And um, I said, right, well, actually, you know what? I'm not the first entrepreneur in history or business owner to go bust. And I definitely won't be the last. So um, there's got to be more people that have achieved fame and lost it all in their limelight. And, you know, I've got to find these stories and I've got to use them to see how they got back up, okay? Because success leaves clues. And you should take other people's stories and journeys and leverage, okay, um, their um, journey and um, and use it as fuel, as motivation. And I hope this podcast becomes motivation to many that think that if they've lost all of it or some of it, okay, that um, they can get it back, okay, because you can. And I'm going to tell you an inspiring story of how I was able to do that. So I found a story. It was for a woman that lost her business, and actually ended up being the best thing for her. And she got back up, and she didn't quit. And that was why she didn't fail. And actually, from the from the from the problems she found in her previous business, she was able to start a new business, a new business that um, helped people from the lessons um, that she'd learned. And so. I looked at my journey and I said, well, the things that went wrong for me was I was a tradesman that had started a trade business at 22. By the time I was 30, I was running the largest independent boiler installation company in the UK. And I'd gone from doing, you know, my first year in business was 250,000 a year at 22 to a million in a month um, at 29. And one national installer of the year and I'd achieved all of these crazy things. And so I'd done pretty well to get to that level, I must say, but um, most of it was because I hadn't learned about business and I didn't know what I didn't know and I hadn't invested enough in training and development and surrounding myself with enough mentors and I learned how to get raise more finance, raise more cash to keep your business going because that's really all it needed was more cash flow. And I would built an amazing business and I lost it because of the cash flow. Really, and um, having the right people around me, which was with the wrong thing, you know. Having the right people, remember, success, there will always be people with you on the way up. But when you're coming down, those motherfuckers ain't around, yeah. Or everybody starts to do what's best for them. You watch a business go down, and those people around you, it's like a sinking ship, okay. And there ain't many um, that will stick with you on the way down. If anybody stays with you on the way down, let me tell you, they are good motherfuckers. They are good motherfuckers. They are brothers. They are the ones that you keep with you. When them ones jump ship and they start to part ways, man, don't ever speak to those guys again, man. Screw those motherfucking guys, yeah? Screw those guys because what they do is they start to think that you aren't um, a success anymore or you're not going to be beneficial to them anymore. But little do they know is they're writing off the wrong fucking guy when they write me off. Anyone that writes me off Okay, they've picked the wrong fucking guy to mess with because I'm a bounce back. I'm a bounce back motherfucker. I'm a comeback king. And I want you to be a comeback king as well because there ain't nothing greater than a comeback. Okay, if you go up once, you're a baller. If you fall to the ground, yeah, and I tumbled pretty far down and you get back up, you are a king. Okay, you are a king. You are um, the ultimate. Because trust me, getting back up um, is the hard part. But it's um, it needed to be a real man, okay? To be a real um, brother, to be a real king. You've got to um, step back up. You've got to level back up. You've got to get back up. You have to have that mentality that you're unbeatable, that you're unstoppable. That things go wrong, but so what? It's water under the bridge. Move on, okay? Go again. But one thing I want you to do with this podcast today is never ever, ever give up. I never want you to give up. I want you to keep moving forward. You got to get up, show up and never fucking give up. Okay. And um, that's exactly what I did. And from my greatest failure became actually one of my greatest successes. And so I started a business called the Trade Mastermind that teaches construction businesses, how to go from tradesman to businessman, learning all of the lessons that you need to be a successful businessman how to drive leads, how to be a marketeer, how to make sales, how to close deals, how to understand your numbers and your profits and your margins and your cash flows, how to build effective systems, processes, procedures, operations, understanding systems, how to have a role in recruitment, how to hire great people, how to become a leader, how to create a culture, how to make fast decisions, how to succeed when everything is going against you, how to Um, Protect the downside and propel the upside, and um, how to get motivated and inspired and be accountable, and that business blew up. It fucking blew up. I mean, the first month back after going bust, I um, I started coaching thousand pound an hour. I made twenty thousand pounds in a week. Okay, and then I started making twenty grand every week. Then I took that business to an event business. Then I took that business online. During lockdown, it just blew up. I was doing 100 grand out of my apartment. Okay, sitting in a chair. Nah, sitting in a chair. It weren't as good as this. This is an expensive chair. You know, this chair cost me about three grand, I think. Something like three grand in this setup, right? That i have got in my um, podcast uh, suite. This is a three grand chair. And um, it wasn't as good as this, the first chair. But that was from my apartment in lockdown, I was hitting um, somewhere in the region of about, I don't know, a hundred grand every couple of weeks it was crazy selling online e-learning courses to construction businesses teaching them how to sell and it was phenomenal and then we just grown from strength to strength we've done i don't know maybe five million in sales in two years as a startup in a new market in a new industry remember i ran a construction business not a training business um in lockdown in a pandemic right so um Uh, People have watched my rise, back up, and must be thinking, "How on earth has this guy did it? How on earth do you know how many people wanted to see me lose? I couldn't believe people were celebrating my downfall. People were actually celebrating my downfall. You know, whatever have I done that bad to those people that they would actually take pleasure in my failure? You know, people that I didn't know." and all over social media that they were so screwed up that they wanted to see me lose that bad, that they, were, that they took pleasure in it. Um, and again, little did they know that they were fucking with the wrong guy and taking pleasure in it. they were only going to get a short-term um, sensation because I was about to come back and I come back in style, right? So um, they took pleasure in it. It fucks me. It fucking fucks me off. It pisses me off. I feel for those people, I feel for those people, I would never ever, 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 okay, take pleasure in someone losing, never, I mean, you know, um, occasionally there's been one or two people over the years that I've really despised, um, and, um, There's the the saying in the Lord's Prayer, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Okay, and you know, if you believe in God and you're asking God for forgiveness, then you have to forgive um, those people also. You know, you have to forgive those people. You can't hold grudges. You have to let it go. If you want, when you arrive at the gates of heaven, Okay, when your time is up on this planet in the physical world, if you want to be at the gates of heaven and you want God to let you in and say, "Please, God, forgive me for all of the things that you told me not to do," okay, um, in the Bible, the things that you told me not to do, and now you know I didn't forgive those people, then He's going to say, "Listen, and you had the chance, and you 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 held a grudge, so why should I let you in?" and I, and I, and that really means a lot to me. And you know, I have a cross on my chest here. This is my nan's cross, and um, my nan was a very religious woman, an amazing woman, and this is a reminder for, for for me every time I look in the mirror and see it that God is with me, that my that my nan is with me, that she's there, she's looking after me, and um, she's my guardian angel. When you're a guy like me, okay, there's always the devil, and there's always the angel, and my and. Um, they're always talking all of the time, right? And, and what? And it's who's going to win. It's who's going to win. And uh, my nan keeps me on track. Um, and, um, you know, I, I, I am a believer in God. I'm a Christian. I'm a Roman Catholic. I was christened. I'm a believer in God. And um, I love God and I, and I respect God and I appreciate God for everything he's done for me. Because there's no way I've had the success that I've had all by myself. OK, somebody's had a part to play in my in my story and my journey and my destiny. He's there. OK. And um, and you've got to appreciate that. You know, we couldn't be here without a higher, higher power. And anyway, I was able to get back up. I was able to get back up from from nothing. I got back up. And built a multi-million-pound business in two years, and um, you know, against all of those headlines and all of those people poking fun at me and all those people wanting to see me fall, I was able to come back and I got back up because I wanted to build the greatest entrepreneurial comeback story of ever time. The motivation came to me to be inspiring to those people that were really struggling. There's not enough stories about failure. There's not enough stories about people losing, especially with a brand and um, the level of exposure that I had. It's not commonplace to hear these stories. So I felt um, I my duty and obligation to come back so fucking big to succeed that much that people took note of what I'd achieved and what I'd done. And um, that's been my big driver is to get back up and prove all of those people wrong and give um, light and inspiration and example to those that are afraid that things can go wrong and they'll lose it all. So what if you fucking lose it all, man? You only lose if you give up, okay? You only lose if you give up. It don't fucking matter about money and houses and businesses. These are all easy to get. These aren't difficult things. And when you do it for the second time, you become even stronger. I am so fucking indestructible now at the age of 33. I've 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 seen failure. I've seen losing my businesses. I'm fast and effective and quick at making decisions so good now that I'm going to be so protected in the long term because I intend to be a billionaire in the next fucking 10 years. I want to be a billionaire by the time I'm 40. And I'm going to do that by ensuring that not only do I replicate success at scale, but I also protect the downside. Yeah, I don't want to lose again on the same level that I lost. And I do think that actually it was preparing me for greater things, bigger and better and greater things. So I'll take that. I'll take that. And um, I just want you to be inspired by the fact that if I can get back up in the face of all the adversity and headlines and everybody else, everything else, then you can get back up. You can do this too, okay? And with the support of me and the brotherhood and the collective, you can do it. Very soon, I am launching a private alumni, a private brotherhood okay, that you're going to be able to apply to join a very successful males, men, individuals, rich, healthy, wealthy, focused, strong, alpha leaders, okay, that are there to have your back protect you. And it's going to be a very, very prestigious group of people that you can apply to join. It's going to cost you Okay, to join this community. This community ain't gonna be free, but I'm gonna JV this community and bring you the very best people that will have your back, look after you, and make sure that you succeed and get the best from life. Because that's what you need is to have the great brothers with you. Because, you know, if you have your brothers, yeah, bros before hoes, right? If you have your brothers, you will always be protected. It's your brothers that are always gonna have your back, okay? Um, And that's really, really important. Now, just be ready for success and be ready for failure. But never be afraid to get back up and go again. And also don't let fear hold you back. Don't let the fear of failing stop you. So many people never achieve because they're afraid to fail. They're afraid to lose. They're afraid um, to be the best version of themselves. And Um, I don't want that for you. I want you to win. I want you to succeed. And I believe that you're going to. So hopefully you've enjoyed this podcast. If you do, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please make sure um, that you're following the podcast. Please make sure you hit a comment up, leave a review. The more you do that, the more I'm going to be motivated to create amazing content, better content. If you like what I'm telling you, then please let me know. Please let me hear it. Okay. I need feedback. I need to know that I'm doing a good job, that I'm delivering great content. Critique me, tell me what I can do better, what I can do more of and um, make sure that you get ready to join the valente brotherhood alumni elite okay and the valente university is almost here the valente university is almost here where we're teaching okay we're teaching you how to um not be a pawn and how to become a king okay, how to not be a porn and how to become a king. Because if you want to succeed in life, you need high income skills. You need to be a champion. You need to be a boss. You need to be a leader. So first of all, you got to get your money game right. You got to start earning big bucks, earning big ticket. You can't be a man unless you're actually providing for your people, your family, your future, your children, your legacy, your destiny. How are you going to be a rich motherfucker if you ain't got no money to invest? Okay, you need high income skills first. And I'm going to teach you six figure skills. You start bringing in six figures, you can start investing to make seven figures. When you start investing to make seven, you can triple down and make eight, nine, and 10. That's what it's all about. The Valente Brotherhood is coming. So make sure um, that you um, look out for um, the launch of my university. It's going to be incredible teaching you how to become a king, not a pawn, and hit those high income skills that you need to succeed Um, in this world have a fantastic time whatever you're doing right now thank you for listening i'm joseph valente and remember i've always got your back